0: All right, guys, uh, I am catching up as well uh, on our Bible reading. Uh, I did not do Friday or Monday. um, And so I just wanted to kind of show you again uh, what I do when that happens. I don't um, try to read every single thing um, because then you get caught kind of caught in this cycle of falling behind uh, again this is helpful uh, if you have at some point in your past uh, just through discipline read through the entire Bible and the more that you kind of hear messages and the more that you talk about scripture and do Bible study honestly uh, the easier all of this becomes uh, because you will remember certain things and so you know when I do fall behind in my reading I like to look kind of at a big picture uh, and if you look at mark 14. Uh, 15 and 16. There is so much uh, here. If you think about, you know, 16 chapters and three of them, so almost a fifth of the book of Mark being dedicated to the crucifixion. Um, And honestly, not even that much about the resurrection, the crucifixion being the crux of of uh, what Mark is leading to. And one of the reasons that many people will say for this is uh, because of his audience, that he's writing to Romans and he's writing to people that are really uh, questioning the kingship, the majesty of Jesus. And definitely one of the things that they are going to be questioning is... You are talking about a king who was crucified, right? Like, that is like the electric chair. That is, you know, the ultimate shame punishment uh, for this society. And so what we see here is Mark really laying out, um, and I think what the Bible uh, and what God is really trying to lay out through Mark is the the sovereignty of God in the midst of all of this, the plan of God really being seen in the crucifixion. Um, It's kind of like a really great movie where there's all these twists and turns and at the very end you realize that there was, uh, you know, the one character that was orchestrating everything um, or there was the one character that knew everything uh, that was doing it all. Um, And so in Mark chapter 14 right we see uh continually jesus sort of saying i know these things are going to happen i know someone's going to betray me i know i'm going to be crucified uh and the disciples are really the ones being confused um similarly to uh the way that the people that mark was writing to were confused uh we see we see different reactions um even peter denying right that hey even the leader of the Jerusalem church uh was a man who did not fully understand and yet Jesus was doing all of these things uh, quick note i love in mark 14:51 uh, there's a young man who runs away naked i honestly i don't know why i don't know why that's uh some of you maybe could have um better opinions than me about why mark includes that uh, maybe he's just like wow that was something i remember right i remember this dude just ran away naked um, some people uh i remember reading once that some people say that that is mark that mark is the guy that ran away naked but i don't know how much uh, credence there is to that uh, and so mark 15 we see jesus before pilot before the pharisees um really just being there uh and He is silent, and yet at the same time, he does speak, um, and he does say that he is, right, the Messiah, I am, Uh, and we have here Jesus' crucifixion being seen in a very short Uh, kind of terms, you know, much shorter than some of the other Gospels, and yet in a very vivid scene there's a lot about the actions that are going on around him. Uh, And again, we see that as a reference to God really orchestrating this, that this was not something that happened by accident. This was not something that, you know, God had to kind of figure out what to do because these people were so, uh, we're going to crucify Jesus. No, this was the plan. This is the plan. Um, and then in Mark 16, the resurrection. Now, some questions about, you know, the, all of your Bibles will say some of the earliest manuscripts do not include, uh, the end of this, um, Hey, there's lots of different opinions out there. Understand that when we say earliest manuscripts, that there are very few places that we have an entire book of anything. Uh, A lot of it is, uh, for really early stuff, right, fragments of things. And so there are uh, essentially no fragments of these last few verses in Mark. But I do want to say that uh, one of the things, and we teach this in our systematics, when we look at how the Bible is placed together, we got to get rid of our own hubris because a lot of times we think we're so smart and everybody else throughout history must have been so dumb listen these books were being passed down by people to people um it wasn't something that was hidden in a basket and then found later um and so i think that if people consistently from different sources said that hey these verses are a part of the book of mark then i'm all for that uh And these are hard questions to wrestle with because of the nature of some of these verses, especially the signs that will be accompanied with them. But I think that, again, this fits in terms of what Mark is saying, that for Jesus to be the king, for Jesus to be the Lord, for him to be Caesar of Caesars, uh, greater than Caesar, that, you know, we have to believe that. And that then changes the lives of which we live by the power of the Holy Spirit. And as much as these signs are really crazy, um, notice that at the end that they are confirming the message. Um, that it is not the signs themselves that are the message, but they are confirming the message of the gospel. So hopefully you had a great time, Mark. Looking forward to the next one.